What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful Wrestling. This is February 28th, 2022. Brought to you by helixsleep.com slash Fightful and nordvpn.com slash Fightful. I'll tell you more about that later. I got Denise Salcedo with me. We will be uh, together at Orlando or in Orlando for Revolution this weekend. Uh, we'll be bringing you scrums and stuff like that. But man, there's so much stuff going on this week as well. We've got interviews. I got Rohit Raju dropping uh, t- Tuesday, I believe it is. And then I got a very candid DDP just blurting out stuff during our interview. I love it. He talked about what Cody Rhodes told him uh, ahead of leaving AEW. My God, there's plenty to get into uh, in that as well. But we're talking Monday Night Raw. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be back. I feel like it's been centuries since I've been on here and I'm like, oh, this is new. Like one week really made like a huge difference. And I came back. Well, I didn't watch Raw at all last week. I don't really feel like I missed much. Granted, they gave me replays of what actually happened. So I don't feel like I'm coming in here like, oh, like what's going on? Am I even going to know what's happening on the show anymore? I'm very well up to date. At least I think so. Uh, Well, guys, leave us a thumbs up. Of course, we're glad to have Denise back. We'll go ahead and get some of the plugs out of the way. Donate a Super Chat or a Humper Chat if you say, what are those? Well, it's the little dollar sign at the bottom of the YouTube chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful. Or you can go to humperchats.com. And the benefit of that is we get to keep more of it. You can use PayPal. You can use Streamlabs. But also, if you don't watch these shows live, you can leave it at 1, 2, 3 in the afternoon, and it'll get read on the air because our great moderator, Luis, uh, will collect it and put it on our document, and then we read it, and we would greatly appreciate it. Also, uh, I've mentioned this on some other shows, but I am on Cameo now with all the proceeds going to uh, charitable considerations. For March, I'm going to donate it to uh, Ukraine Relief Efforts, and Jimmy Van has uh, offered to match that. So if you get a Cameo, uh, it'll all go towards Ukraine Relief Efforts uh, during this war. I've had some really cool things that people have sent me. They've had me like break news for their e-feds or like their predictions leagues and stuff like that. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff. I'll roast you. I'll even say nice things about Denise uh, during that. Like during those, like all all it costs is twenty bucks to get me to say something nice about Denise. No way. I gotta pay you twenty bucks to say something nice about me. Hell's no. You're not paying me. It's for Ukraine. What you don't like Ukraine? I do like Ukraine, but I'm not going to pay you 20 bucks to talk smack about me. Mm. Well, Cadillac Carson says, Denise, you missed Veer last week. He came. No, he didn't. Well, you know what Veer says. I don't hear anything. You don't need to hear anything. Is that part of the joke? Mm. Orlando says, hey, guys, congrats. SRS on the house offer. Here's some money for your down payment. Well, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that. Um, it's moving along. Shout out to Conrad Thompson's people. They they hooked me up and treated me very well. So hopefully in just over one month, I'll be broadcasting from a new studio. Wow. So do you have any plans for your new studio? Are you going to decorate? <sighs> What's the plans? I kind of want to do like the wood background type of thing. Like, like Alex? That. Are you going to steal his idea? That's Alex has a piece of cardboard up. What are you talking about? No, he has like the wood stuff in the back. Alex Palowski? Yeah. No, I've he doesn't. I've seen it. Yeah, No, it is definitely a, a piece of cardboard that looks like brick. 
because yeah, uh, that's oh, is that not what you were gonna do? Brick and I wood like it. Are, it looks nice. Cardboard that's made to look like brick and then wood are two different things. <laughs> so oh oh my god, Sean, did what? you know sold? Hold on, you know sold all my progressive jokes that I made, and now mm. here you are correcting me on the difference between the brick and the wood. Just let's it. That's it, Sean. You're officially your parents. Listen, all the progressive jokes, they don't pay me. I'm going to no sell no, them. Like, it's a joke, Sean. I'm just, or Joe says, are you guys going to the Fan Fest Saturday? If so, I'm going to buy you guys some nachos. I don't think so. Uh, Denise won't be there in time. No, I will not be there at Fan Fest. And I've been having the worst luck with nachos everywhere. So, but that's my gimmick, though. I try them everywhere. Yeah. Gotcha Teen says, Sean, can you get Dan Housen on Quizzlemania, please? Well, I'm not on Quizzlemania anymore because I I lost. So uh, I asked Dan Housen to be my partner once. I I sent he and RJ City messages at the same time. Dan Housen was busy. Uh, RJ ended up accepting, and we are still tag champs. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Andrew says, I'm waiting for the time AJ and Brock put on cups. I can't wait to talk about that. Uh Michael Higgins says, do you have any info on the shooting involving Cain Velasquez in San Jose? No, uh, Michael, I do not. I just saw Ryan Satin's tweet as we went on the air. Um, I would follow his timeline and the links associated with that because I am on here and I can't really really answer that at this moment, but I will be looking into it as soon as we're done. But uh, before we get into Raw, I wanted to thank you guys. Today's the last day of February, so uh, as is tradition with patreon it'll kick a bunch of users off for credit card cancellations and declines and uh subscriptions expiring we hit six thousand subscribers this month not only that we hit five thousand this month uh, a couple months ago we became the first wrestling property to hit three thousand i think so far we're still the only one to do that so the fact that we doubled that and got to six thousand thank you guys so much i was completely against the paywall uh four years ago and uh, you guys have supported it. I, I know that a lot of you all um, do it just because you want to support what we're doing. And that is not lost on me. I want to thank you guys so much for that. Uh, I've got a bunch of contract news over there the next couple of weeks. The hits are going to keep coming, my friends. Thank you all so much. Orlando says, Raw was decent tonight. Happy to see a few more matches getting set up for Mania. Five more weeks to my vacation to Dallas. How are you? Are you so? I assume you're going to Dallas as well. Yes, I am booked on like a thousand shows. Uh, I haven't announced any yeah. of them yet, but I got like a thousand bookings coming up. <laughs> me. I'll I'll uh, break the news. I was gonna say you're gonna break news about me when I could come on here and break my own news. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, I could right now. Do you want me to break some of the news about? No, you? no, okay. nothing. <laughs> But um, I mean, I mean, to be fair, I am breaking some news related to that, but no comment, no comment, no, com- no comment on no what, comment. what, are, what no are you commenting on, on? I'm not commenting on nothing. Um, anyways, <sighs> so yeah, I will be there for a couple of days. So it's going to be a busy, a busy next couple of days, months, weeks. Yeah. Oh, the, March <laughs> hey, is going to be the months. most, March is going to be the most insane month of my life without a doubt. It's going to be crazy. Nikhil says, this Raw was very bad. Ciampa's theme change, Edge's no tease heel turn, and Veer is still coming. How much more come does Veer have left? 
Well, uh, as of now, Denise, because Veer has yet to fully come, Veer has yet to come all the way. He's finally going to break the record set by Emelina. Oh, what is the record? Whatever it is next week, it'll it'll be the same amount of time. How long has it been? I I keep I, forgetting. It's I'd been such a look. long time. I blurred uh, out. It'll be five months. A, a glacier might be up there too. We'll we'll see. It's felt longer than five months now, but I think I'm at the point now where it was funny for a good amount of time. And like every day I was like, oh, this is the, this is my go-to joke on Monday. Today I was like, eh, screenshot, this is happening. This is just, I feel bad for Veer. It's sad now. Honestly, it's gotten to the point where it's not funny anymore. It's sad. Oblivious Kyrie says heel turns have no motivation on this show anymore. Well, we're, we're officially back, Denise to where we were before the pandemic and it's you want to turn them heel well it's all you people i am not happy about that but i'm happy you predicted it yeah you predicted that we were going to get the all you people promos that was on the bingo card yeah on on your your video yeah it absolutely was i knew wb couldn't help themselves and you know what they didn't even get through month two before they did it at least Becky, like when they did it with Becky, it was different because it wasn't all you people. It was just Bianca because Becky was like, no, I love those people and I love that they loved me. But then when you showed up, they didn't like me anymore. And that pissed me off. I thought that was creative. It was the inverse of an all you people. It was a no, just you promo. I, I get it. Okay. An inverse of all you people. That's perfectly fine. There but I go. think the best way to summarize Raw today was I really enjoyed the first hour. I thought the first hour was very enjoyable. Like first hour in 20 so minutes. I really enjoyed Raw. The second hour was not good. It went downhill. The third hour, it was like 50-50. There was some good stuff, mm-hmm. some stuff where I was like, oof, I'm out. Josh's Town says it was quite enjoyable, actually. And Amir says, rewatch the 2022 bingo card video you two did. Two of them came true for Sean this year so far. The return hey, of... Hey, hold on, hold on. I was kind of close with the Vince McMahon interview. It just wasn't Oprah. It was Pat You're right. We did pretty good because as he points out, he said the return of the All You People promo and AEW coming to T-Mobile Arena. Gee, I wonder if I knew that one was coming, Denise. And then, hold on, hold on. There's also, okay, there's still Tony Khan's big announcement. I, You know what? I had a couple of predictions on there that I feel can maybe, like, happen. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. That's, that video is worth you all going back and watching again. Uh, Punk Rock Show says SRS and Denise are the greatest. Point blank, period. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I appreciate I, it. I saw where, like, I was asking wrestlers in Orlando to hit me up for interviews, and Thunder Rosa was like, do a taco vlog. And somebody said, oh, Denise should do it. And I was like, that would be great if me and Denise, if, like, we both did her taco vlog. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I got to tell you something really funny. But do not get mad, Sean, okay? Don't get mad. I was thinking, what would Sean get on his tacos? He would get the most boring tacos ever. And I know this because you're not into seasonings. And I've seen this from like the things that you have ordered when we eat together. And I'm like, man, Sean would have some boring ass tacos. What do you think I'd put on my tacos? Just like whatever meat your option was, whether you get, uh, you get carne asada or chicken. Mm. Like, I don't know what your go-to meat is. They'd probably get steak. I think that's carne asada. I always forget which one's beef and which one's the other one. Yeah, I like steak. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Hey, look at this. I went to eat tacos with Allie and Emily for the ruckus, and they said I didn't eat boring tacos at local taco. Yeah, okay. Hold on, hold on. What was on those tacos? Did you put salsa? Did you put cilantro? Did you put onions? I got Korean barbecue tacos and, um, gosh, I can't remember what else. Hey, Allie, Emily, r remind me of my order. I can't remember. I've never had Korean tacos, but those oh, are not the good. kind of tacos that I'm talking about here. Well, Korean barbecue, like it was, it was Korean barbecue chicken and okay. on tacos. Yeah. Yeah. But those are not like tacos, tacos. Like I'm talking like real tacos, man. Like I'm talking, you get yourself some carne asada, some cebollita, you know, all of that good stuff. Thank you. I always forget which one's which. So yeah, you get, you would get your carne asada, which is your steak tacos. You could put yeah. some cebollita on it, some, people, some cilantro. People are acting like I like Taco Bell. I haven't eaten Taco Bell in years. It's garbage. It is, it is Paste. Taco Bell is good garbage, though. I like Taco Bell. Sue me. It's like good garbage. I like that garbage. I'm sorry. I mean, it's totally different from what you get in other places. Yeah. But either way, I was just laughing at your tacos, though. Would you get salsa on your tacos, Sean? Yeah, sure. I would. Yeah. I don't Why believe not? it. I don't believe it. No. You didn't even put ranch in your salad, Sean. Because ranch is gross. Uh, the only ranch I'll sometimes eat is like a a Greek ranch or there's a place close to me that has a salad and it's got like a, ver like a different type of buttermilk ranch and it's okay. But I don't know. Send us super chats and humper chats about tacos. Um, and leave us a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, Miss Kate Fabe says, do we say we bought your house like punk haters? <laughs> you should. There will be people that subscribe to Fightful Select. And if I kick them off for being bad people, which we do, um, if they're bad people, we say hit the bricks. We don't need your five bucks. They'll be like, I bought your house for you. That, that will absolutely happen. But Tin Ruza says, BTE was so much fun today. Can't wait for the announcement Wednesday. And bravo to Adam Cole. Bucks outside Titan Towers was fun. To me, it was harmless, them outside Titan Towers. Wait, like that was real? I thought it was Photoshopped. No. I didn't no, they really watch were. the episode. I they saw really it were. and I was like, oh, that's a good Photoshop. And then I just continue scrolling. Like, I didn't even stop and pay much no. attention to it. I legitimately thought it was a Photoshop. It was good. It was good. Uh, or it was real. And my favorite line of BTE is when Adam Cole wins the BTE championship, John Silver goes, this is why you left WWE. I saw you posted that, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. How do I pronounce this? Lingua tacos? Yeah, lingua. I what are they? What are those? Well, lingua's tongue. I don't eat that stuff, man. No, I, I, I think it's like cow tongue or I forgot whose tongue. Somebody's nah, that's weird. some animal's tongue, but I hate lingua. It's that when you cook it, it stinks so bad. But I don't know. I'm good. One. Well, we had the KO show with Rollins uh joining him as well. And Alpha Academy come out and they're talking a little bit of trash ahead of this tag title match next week. I thought they had fantastic chemistry. Like, this is what Gable has needed. They're, they're making fun of how he says, ah, thank you. Like, oh, all, you. it's so just natural. And I like that Rollins is all aboard now. He's like, we want our WrestleMania moment. It's, a, it's important. So we're going to win the tag titles, and then we're going to get a big match. And uh, the promo leads to a match, which is also very good. I thought this was a great way to kick off Raw. I thought it was a good promo, good chemistry in the ring, on the mic between all four of these guys. I loved when Otis was going to sit down. They were all like just kind of waiting to see if the chair would break or not. 
<laughs> yeah, this was good. So I think my fa my personal favorite part of this was uh, there were two things. There was one where uh, I thought that they got Chad Gable managed to get so much heat from the crowd yes. when he said the whole thing about Ohio State and basically shitting on their university. That was really great. And it generated he went to full sale. He went to full sale. <laughs> when he made fun of that, like that was funny as hell. So I liked that. And then there was this moment where he said, uh, where he tells Seth Rollins, like, you've main, you've main evented WrestleMania. We haven't even been on the card. Uh, I died. That was hilarious. That was really good. So I liked all of this, everything that they did. I did get annoyed, though. At the This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Shush thing? I I'm not a big fan of the shush thing, but I did like how Kevin Owens essentially just like shut, shut him up. Josh's town says it was hilarious. You're not with it, though. No, I don't like it. No, That's it's fair. too annoying. But I did like how Kevin Owens was just like, he was fighting with him, and it was like arguing with a toddler, and then next thing you know, he just like gives up and gives him a stutter. Like, that was great. The match, I thought, was exceptional. It was just really, really good. I'll tell you what bothers me a little bit. It's like you're beating the champions a week before the title match. I don't like that. And people were saying, what? You want all Rollins and Owens to lose? 
you don't got to book it. We saw six tag teams on tonight's show. It could have been somebody else. Could have been somebody else. I got to tell you, I loved this match so much. I didn't care. I thought that this was the only thing to go out of your way and legitimately watch tonight on Raw because this match was legitimately good. Uh, They had a lot of really good moments that I liked, which included like Chad Gable going at it with Seth Rollins. That suplex that he hit was really nice. When Kevin Owens got the hot tag and he just went in and like uh, literally kicked everybody's ass and did like a frog splash on the outside of the ring. That was a lot of fun. They did a bunch of near falls. I loved when uh, Chad Gable kicked out of the Falcon Arrow. All of that was good stuff um this was fun and even the ending like i didn't care i had such a good time watching this match like they need to do more stuff like this this is the point of the show where i was like all right i'm enjoying myself it's gonna be a good show and And this was the peak owen's wearing the the half-assed cowboy hat hitting the stunner leading into the curb stomp the match was good i don't necessarily like the champions getting beaten like that but eh, we'll we'll see how it all plays out, I guess. Uh, Nergru says the Seth KO finish sequence is superb. I agree. Rob says instead of muting Denise, Sean should now shush her. No, uh, God. I don't know what's worse, that or the babyface clap. I'd rather get <laughs> muted, man. Just mute me. And Orlando says uh, Chad got a shoe shirt and now he wants one. I don't like to steal other people's gimmicks. I don't want to do that. When did that start? Did that start last week? I don't Shoosh. remember that. I don't remember. Oh, he's been doing that a while. Yeah. Well, I just feel like now it just, I didn't, I didn't remember it all the other times. Like it didn't stick out to me in my memory. Now it's just like, ugh. We got people telling me to go to Gringo Slow's Tacos right next to the arena. I'll go wherever Thunder Rosa wants me to go. Uh, Rob Reed says we have Taco John's here. Even though it's better, it's the same as Taco Bell. Sheldon says Lingua is cow tongue, a.k.a. conservation taco. No, nah, I'm good. It smells so nasty, Sean. Like don't so. ever. Nope, it's gross. Kid named Brock says, saving up my snack money for school to donate to you all. Thank you, kid named Brock. We appreciate you. Uh, man, that's, that's awful nice of you. Normhausen says, mute her for taco shaming. I'm not going to mute her. I'm going to taco shame. You know, I feel like every time I always get in trouble here for shaming people. Well, you know what? Muted. Just kidding. Go ahead. I'm just saying that I would like to see how you eat your tacos. And I would like to see you eat real tacos. Real tacos, huh? What do you? Uh, okay, okay. With spicy uh, salsa. Well, Omos beat the crap out of T Bar. Mister Showtime says, "How do you mess up Dominic Dijakovic? He's Vince's perfect idea of a wrestler. Tall, can talk, and is athletic as hell. Makes me so sad. I I don't think that. Like, okay, so people always say, "Oh, Vince loves the blondes." Well, we've seen plenty of blondes not get pushed. Dana Brooke never got that big push. Lacey Evans kind of did, but um, plenty of other people who aren't blondes got pushed. People always say, oh, well, Vince loves the big jacked dudes. Braun Strowman, they cut him. They released him. I, when when Braun Strowman got cut, I was like, what does he want? Like, that, it, that is the prototypical Vince guy to me over the last 10 years, like, that looks like him. T-Bar got his ass whipped before this match even started. Listen, I'm glad that for, for what, okay, as of now, I'm happy that Omos is staying strong. I'm happy about that. But I still am not of the belief that inside the ring, on the microphone, from a present standpoint, 
he is some guy that will carry this on his back. It is very Kali-ish to me. He's more athletic than great Kali for sure, but I'm still not seeing it. He's just not connecting with the people. That's unfortunate. Although this time he, I think this was the longest promo he's ever cut though. I don't recall hearing him ever talk this much. And like, yeah, he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't like great. He was just a person talking. But I think the thing that was just kind of a little bit, if you're going to have him go out there and kick, you know, whoever's butt, it's got to be impressive. You got to wow the people. And there hasn't been a moment where I legitimately felt wowed whatsoever. And the whole thing with T-Bar, oh, I felt so bad for him. He came out and he was doing like this really like weird walk because I think the whole thing was that he was supposed to sell that he was afraid to go into the ring with Omaz. But it just looked awkward, man. And then him getting beat like right before the bell even rang. I just thought, what a dork. Can't even get into the ring. That's just sad. Like so- I, I think Omos is an imposing fella, Denise, but I don't believe that T-Bar is going to be scared of anybody. No, because you've had smaller guys go in the ring with Omaz and they weren't scared. They weren't walking like they shit their pants. No. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I felt bad for T-Bar here. Drunk on Tacos says, did someone say tacos? Uh, yes, they did. As far as T-Bar, it's like, what a monumental waste. Mace, by the way, Mace has not wrestled since November. He popped up in a battle royal. He hasn't wrestled since. And besides that, he hadn't wrestled since October. Retribution was one of the biggest wastes of time, of all time. You know who, who was smart? Mercedes Martinez was real smart. She said, get me out of that shit. And then she went back to NXT for a cup of coffee, got a couple good matches, got released. Now she's in AEW doing just fine. She's doing all right. I feel bad, but I forgot Mace existed until you said right now. I was like, oh, yeah, Mace, that guy. Damn, Barry Allen Jr. asked for thoughts on the 2K22 roster. It's pretty funny that they put both Mia Yim and uh, Reckoning in there because I don't think she ever wrestled as Mia Yim on the main roster, like, at all. So uh, I thought that was kind of funny. But other than that, I haven't taken, like, a big, long look at it. We have it all up on Fightful.com uh, and FightfulGaming.com, though. Oh, man. We have people asking about control your narrative and paying to heckle the roster. I actually think that's a good idea. Um, I have been doing talks with EC3 once a week on Fightful Select. I'm going to read that Reddit post that people like alleged was like all like right wing stuff. Like I sent it to him and he laughed about it. And he said, please read that on the air and ask me point by point about that. Now for us people over here who are not on Reddit, what I don't get it. Like what were people posting? That it was like a right-wing propaganda promotion led by the MyPillow guy as an investor. <laughs> oh, so they were saying that their new promotion is this like right-wing promotion? Yeah, That's yeah. and I mean like, okay, if you've seen the, the politics of some of the people associated, you would probably think that. And this is before the Austin Aries announcement. But I asked EC3 during our talk last week, is this political or sociopolitical? And he said, no, why would I want that? Democrats and Republicans both buy tickets. He's like, I'm not trying to alienate anybody like that. And I was like, That's probably probably a good idea, EC3. But uh, we should talk tomorrow. And I'm on Fightful Select. I'm going to read through every bit of that. Um, it's going to be entertaining. Hi. It's going to be entertaining. Anti and Bricks a serious question: Will Veer ever come? I want him to come all over the roster. <coughs> I have no comment. 
We had Team Bianca versus Team Becky and a couple of little promos backstage to set these up. What do you think of the the cohesion or lack thereof between these teams? Um, Jesus. I think for me, it, it was a little bit weird, I guess, to see Becky play nice with other people for like even are supposed to be playing nice with other people. So it did kind of throw me for a loop there. I did love the idea or the concept of Rhea and Liv. Uh, I don't know if it's just their matching wardrobe, but whatever, it worked enough for me to kind of want to see maybe where that could possibly go uh, if they were to do something with that. And in terms of beyond like, oh, well, I'll talk about the match in a second. I'm with you. I agree. Um they have to do the Bianca Rhea feud after WrestleMania. They have to. I've been saying this for a while. There's too many. He, he, you, no, you, buddy. Yeah, I see you. No, I see you over there. There's too much of that for them to not clash. So Rhea needs to keep winning. She needs to keep winning like all the time. I That way, when Bianca wins that title, you have a credible challenger immediately. And people do tend to like Bianca, or or I mean, they like Bianca. But they do tend to like Rhea. I think that's really the direction you need to lean into. Uh, we ended up getting Bianca, Rhea, and Liv winning, which is good to me. I thought the match was pretty solid. Thought it was pretty good for what it was. How'd you feel? I liked the match as well, and I do agree, and we've talked about this before where we, uh, I think it was two weeks ago or the last show that I was on, I forgot which show, where we were talking about that chemistry between Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. It might have been, oh God, on what show? Elimination Chamber, there you go. I was trying to remember what show it was. But, uh, you know, we've talked about their chemistry together in the ring. I do agree with that, that Rhea Ripley should be like the first challenger to Bianca Belair. Uh, for her, for Bianca to go into a program with, with Rhea Ripley, if, you know, she were to to win the title back from Becky Lynch. I think that would be a really good way to kind of get her back on track and make things hot, give some more depth to the division, etc. So I'm completely for that. In terms of this match itself, I loved everything that Becky did with the braid, with the hair where she started kind of, this is okay. So this is what I was thinking about when we were watching this match. So, so Becky was uh, messing with, you know, using her hair as a disadvantage to Bianca Belair. Yes. And we've seen this happen plenty of times whenever Bianca Belair has a match with somebody we saw Bailey do this a lot to her in their previous you know back and forth battles but with Becky Lynch when she was doing it to Bianca Belair I was kind of thinking like man they're making Bianca kind of look dumb because it's like she knows that Becky is going to use the hair and she knows that competitors are going to use her hair but yet she hasn't done anything to kind of like work around that right so that's what I was thinking first <laughs> but then when Bianca Belair got the braid and she just like straight up whooped whooped uh Becky Lynch like there was no tomorrow literally just whipped the hell out of her abdomen I thought yes that is the way you do it because she was the one taunting her messing with her hair and using it to her disadvantage and now She's kind of showing her like, you know what? You wanted to play dirty? Well, I'm going to play dirtier. And so her doing that, oh, I loved it. I thought that was the perfect way to kind of, you know, keep Becky away from trying to use Bianca's hair to her leverage. So I like the little story in there. Um, I was a fan of that. The, and the sound, though. The sound. Like, a lot of people, it was so loud that people thought it was piped in. And then they they saw the crowd videos, Denise. And they're they're just loud that that sounded amazing I knew it wasn't piped in and the reason why I figured was because I just feel like it's so 
something so timely where if it wasn't, you would have had, it wouldn't have been perfect. It wouldn't have been perfectly like synced in. And secondly, I saw Becky's abs like right away. You can see the formation of the pink right away. So I knew that they couldn't have, you know, piped in the sound for that. But this was good. This was good stuff. Oh man, that was incredible stuff. Nerd Guru says, I know all the rematches and stuff are yawns, but I love Raw's women's division with Becky on top. They all feel at least involved and that's good. Well, one person who wasn't involved was Alexa Bliss in her hometown, Denise. Oh, she man. seemed annoyed on Twitter. Um, just what she posts, I didn't see. Just uh, where's Alexa? And it was like, why not have her on the show? It's so weird to not just hometown girl. Put her in a dark match at least. Cadillac Carson says Rhea and Bianca doesn't even need the heel babyface dynamic. Seeing those two wrestle would be money. Exactly. They'll turn one of them. You know they will. They'll turn one of them. Yeah. Orlando says, it seems like that first hair whip, they added an extra sound to it, but the marks look nasty. They didn't, buddy. Urguru says, this chat goes out to Becky's abs and Ciampa's interest for taking a beating tonight. (laughs) You will be missed, but seriously, that hair whip ruled. The theme change was the beginning of the end for Ciampa. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, as far as Becky's abs, oh, that poor woman just, she got destroyed with that. Uh, what a badass. Nerd Guru says, not that I trust them to revitalize the tag division after Mania, but I suggest Becky and Dewdrop be a fun team and the big and little Celts would be fun. I think maybe, I think if Becky teams with somebody, it'll be somebody else probably a little higher on the card, but Carmella, and Zelina accepted the challenge from Sasha Banks and Naomi. We didn't get to hear you talk about this. Were you shocked about Naomi and Sasha teaming up? So I got to tell you, I think in regards to that, I think it's a good idea because it, it kind of goes back to it goes back to Naomi in terms of, you know, people have been wanting things to happen for her, but it hasn't necessarily been like what a lot of people think that she is capable of doing. I think associating her with Sasha Banks is just going to elevate her so much. And I think that they both have, uh, you know, similar styles in the sense that they're really fun. They go out they like, you know, obviously Naomi's a little bit more on like the fun side where, you know, Sasha banks is more of like i'm you know this bougie badass you know boss woman but they both come out they're always dressed so nice and because of that like that's part of the reason why i want to see them team up together oh man joel wood says with owens probably facing austin do we have any idea of who seth is facing at mania maybe cody that's the common sense one that everybody keeps mentioning is cody and uh it's been eerily quiet on that front of late like strangely quiet is that good or is that bad i don't know to me it's very suspicious in a good way or a bad way well it depends on what okay so it's funny denise when i found out that cody's deal was coming up the way i found out was i would ask people is this good or bad news and they would say stuff like well it depends on who you ask and that's a good question and i said oh you're talking about cody rhodes because that oh, explains uh-huh. Cody Rhodes to a T. I, I mean, I keep saying this is the second biggest story I've covered behind CM Punk because of the subscriptions and the clicks and the views. It's second only to CM Punk. And there's a whole lot of people that are like, we don't care about Cody Rhodes, but there's a whole lot of people that either love him or they hate him. I just get the feeling they probably didn't want to see him wrestling Anthony Agogo and QT Marshall all last year. You know what I mean? 
I think it's more, I think the interest is more so just because we haven't had anybody go from AEW yeah. to WWE. And, and and we're not just talking just anybody. We're yeah. talking, you know, uh, EVP person. So I feel like that's the Possibly. primary reason why people are interested. I don't think if it was just <clears throat> Cody the wrestler, I, I, I don't think people, like if he wasn't an EVP or a founder or anything like that, I don't think the story would be as big eerily quiet as i said but if you don't want to have to be eerily quiet to get to sleep check out our friends at helixsleep.com fightful they'll make sure you get the best night's sleep of your life they have a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you i don't know why you would get a mattress made for somebody else you're getting one that you know will fit you i did it myself I took the Helix quiz. I was matched with the Dusk Lux model. And because of that, I went from only being able to sleep on my back to also being able to sleep on my side. Before I got this mattress, if I rolled over onto my side, it wouldn't take long. I'd end up waking up and I would get a rough night's sleep. Being able to stay asleep is so important for how you feel in the morning. It is uh, integral. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the one you're, mat you're matched to, and it comes right to your door, shipped for free. And not only that, it's got a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, so you don't have to worry about it. But you will love it, and they have financing options and flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep is never far away. Invest in your sleep. It's one of the most important things I ever did. My work productivity improved. My mood improved. And now we got something to improve your mood. Up to $200 off all mattresses and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. The best overall mattress pick by GQ, Wired Magazine, and Fightful Magazine. Helix is even recommended by leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine. Check it out. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Love those guys. Love those guys. I, I actually used Helix, and then I like them so much, I hit them up. That's always the best when it's something that I use before they sponsor us. And they're like, well, we like that you're using our product, so we're going to invest in you. Joel says, in my opinion, usually when things go quiet is when something happens or has happened. Sometimes, sometimes, I think in this case, maybe. I had a lot of people trying to be like, eh, nothing's going on, nothing's going on, nothing's going on. We'll see. I don't know. From my experience, when someone says there's not a lot going on at the moment, there's a lot going on at the moment. There you go. Aftermath Pro Wrestling Podcast says just that taco ate tacos from the La Hacienda from Southampton, Long Island for dinner tonight. Good stuff. Rhea has no momentum. She should go away a bit. Uh, well, that first part's nice. That second part is just completely false. I was going to say we segued. Wait, we were in, we're like, we we're one lane and was, a whole yeah. other direction. I was like, we're talking about tacos. Now we're Listen. talking about Rhea. He got his money's worth and I respect that. I just don't agree with the super chat. <laughs> I just don't agree with it. Anti and Bricks has felt like Edge put a bit of an Easter egg when he said my roads to WrestleMania. It was smart. It was that. It was very smart of him. He mentioned undeniable last week as well, which is, you know, there you go. Kid named Brock. Listen, uh, kid named Brock. I don't know if you have Twitter, buddy, but drop it in the chat and we are going to get everybody to follow you here. He says, I'm in ninth grade, get bullied all the time. I sit alone at lunch and you all keep me going. Thank you for all the laughter. Thank you, guys. Well, uh, just remember this. Anybody that's doing that, 
within a year, they're not going to matter to you. Anybody that's doing that is not worth your attention. They're not worth your frustration. They're not worth you being bothered over. They ain't good people. And eventually, most of them are going to grow up and learn that they aren't being good people. And they're going to feel really, really, like, really, really bad for the dog shit that they put you through. So try your best to not pay it as much mind as you can. If you got a Twitter, drop it in the chat. We're going to have a bunch of great people that are going to follow you. We're going to interact with you every day and uh, show you some love. But we appreciate you, buddy. Sean, were you bullied in school? Yeah, and then I started to punch people in the face. And what were you bullied for? Being small. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was really, really small in high school. Yeah. Oh, so when did you grow? After high school. Yeah, when I was like 18 or 19, I grew until my mid-20s. Yeah. Wow. My I, I was on Ritalin, so it kind of stunted my growth oh. a lot. When I was a senior, I was maybe 5'6", five, 5'7", five, and 120 oh, pounds. Yeah, oh, okay. Would have beat your ass, though. No. Maso Champa defeated Robert Rue, but nobody was talking about that. Hey, this says, Sean, don't teach the kid to start fighting people. I'm not telling him to fight people. I'm not telling him to fight people at all. I'm just saying punch people. Anyway, <laughs> nobody was talking about the match. People were talking about Champa's new theme song. Yeah, what the hell, man? I'm sorry, but that's one of my favorite songs. Why does this keep happening to me? This weird boner WDB has for getting rid of all the CFO's songs is so weird. Like, come on, man. Like, these songs suck ass, Denise. They all sound like elevator music. You know what? No, you know what they sound like? Those free songs I'm able to get on YouTube to use for my videos. Let's see. Let's There's see. only so here? many Hold options. Hold on. Here we go. They're very generic. Uh, is this from StreamYard? This doesn't sound too bad. I'm Tommaso Ciampa. Chomp, 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 chomp. Wait, is this the song? Yeah. No, they all sound the same to me. But it doesn't have... Oh, this is terrible. This is elevator music. No. I feel weird. Go. I feel like I never want to see you at the club, Sean. I don't go to the club. I was going to say, not with Actually, I'm, I'm going to a concert this Saturday in Orlando. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's right. The concert. I was going to say, what concert? Going to that one. <laughs> yeah. That one. Oh, I'm God. Dance like please, this. someone, if you see Sean dancing, please record it. Because you look terrible dancing. You're like. <laughs> Why don't you show us you dancing? You look like Elaine on Seinfeld. No, you know, I was in the dance team, so. Were you? Yeah, I was. I was in the dance team for four years, Sean. <laughs> Send us the footage. No. Why? Because I don't have any. Why? Because I don't have any. They didn't. I didn't. Re back in the day, we didn't record ourselves. I didn't. I think I had a Boost Mobile, man. I was on prepaid minutes back then. I footage? wasn't recording myself. Damn. <laughs> well, fear and loathing in NYC says Champa's theme should have worn a cup. Nurguru says Champa will never reach the heights that Triple H and NXT had him in. The takeover entrance post heel turn on Johnny, literal chills. And Mod Matar says, I guess no one will survive keeping their entrance. Well, Champa did win. And it's like, if they're having Champa on here, why not have Braun Breaker show up too? Like, well, I know one thing. If you're Shawn Michaels, you don't want Braun Breaker to show up because the moment Vince lays eyes on him, <laughs> he gone. He's long gone. 
No. Plus, also, I feel like there if you see him, not only is there the chance of him being long gone, but let's say they start using him on the main roster, right? But they start using him in a very poor manner. It's going to hurt whatever they're doing down in NXT for him. You know, they are being protective of Braun Breaker there. And, you know, they're doing their best to, you know, do something with him, make something of him down there. So I, I feel like it would be, I don't know. I probably wouldn't want to see it unless you knew something good was going to come out of come out of it. So, um, Champa getting the wins the right move. I I just don't think it it's that big of a deal for him to win clean, and I mean like clean as a sheet. Like don't got to roll people up to beat him. He's Tommaso Champa. He's one of the greatest NXT stars of all time. Why has he got to roll people up? Come on, what are we talking about here? Match was fine. Ponfar says. Thanks for supporting my local predictions league, Sean. Shout out to the Carolina WrestleManiacs and awesome to see you back, Hollywood Salcedo. It is good to have Hollywood Salcedo back. I love being Hollywood. Hey, so there's, when I do the GCW shows, there's a couple of people that chat Hollywood. It's my favorite thing in the I world. <laughs> I'm they, like, well, I mean, they, it's it's not as easy to chant dumb broad in her 30s who says bruh. It's just not <laughs> as easy to chant that. You know what I mean? Um, am I allowed to say RK bro? Cause I've been told I'm not allowed to say bro because people think I want to be a man when I say that I say bro or bruh. And apparently I only get over if I say the word bruh, oh even God. though I tweet like a million times a month and use other words too. You can, you can definitely tell what people don't have lives based on what they pretend they're upset about. And there's far too much of people pretending to be upset about bullshit on Twitter. It's yeah. so annoying. And I also know when people haven't been to a big metropolis, beautiful city like Los Angeles, no, there's true. a bunch of girls saying bruh down here. Mr. Showtime says, you know what'll get Chompa over? Roll-ups. Fruit roll-ups would get him over if he came out with fruit roll-ups and threw them out to the crowd. I would love that. I love They're fruit roll-ups. They're great. And gushers too. There you go. Nick says, Goldberg in 04, Punk in 12, Cena, Legend Killer, who knew all it would take for Austin to return would be to wear a goofy hat and say, I hate Texas. What a waste of a potentially great story. Looking forward to the 100 cuts per second for that match. Do, how much does it surprise you that it seems like Austin right now is coming back? Like one of the people he didn't even, well, he did mention punk in 2012. To me, that would have been one of the biggest matches of all time. We're talking about, like, I I cannot underscore. Because there are, like, 18-year-olds watching this that were, like, seven or eight when that happened. CM Punk single-handedly got WWE mainstream exposure in a time where nobody was giving WWE the mainstream exposure they used to have. It was cover. It was the front page of ESPN. It was all over TV. And just him... And Austin would have been one of the biggest money feuds in wrestling history. The righteous, sober guy against the guy who cracks beers all the time. How surprised are you that this might be the thing that brings Austin out of retirement? I think it's surprising more so because times have really changed where I feel now they're trying to be a little scrappy and trying to find things to get people to be interested. And when you're down to the wire and you're trying to make people interested in your product and what you're doing and trying to get them to go out to events. I think you're going to start doing things or, you know, going for things that you might not have been as open to in the past. So I honestly think it's just a matter of times changed. 
things are changing and now you got to be a little bit more scrappy. Vasily says, speaking of song changes, here's a possible scenario. A hush goes over the crowd in anticipation. Suddenly, Smoke and Mirror starts playing and out comes dashing Cody Rhodes in all his zip jacket glory. I don't think you do that. He's got the, he, he owns the song. Like he's had it in Ring of Honor. He can do his own song, and that is way more over than dashing Cody Rhodes. Okay, let me ask. Do you think the Cody Rhodes entrance is too much for, like, your everyday Dynamite Rampage pay-per-view? Yeah. yeah. Okay, thanks, because I feel like it's way, it's way too much. If you're in a pay-per-view, that's, by all means, do that's, everything. That's the Cody character, though. Like, Yeah, I get it, but it's still too much. Sure, but I think that the Cody character is too much a little bit like that's part of what makes you like him or hate him james barris says why do you love gushers so much step host because i like their fruity flavors and you put them in and you're like they automatically like make you like all sour and stuff i love sour candy so you like the moisture you like how juicy everything is yes i do i like the flavors okay okay rob's fashion and expressive reality says I feel like WWE is telling us, hey, we know we haven't given you much reason to care about the women's tag titles. Here's Sasha Banks. Care now. What more could you ask for? They literally doubled the number of women's tag teams they had, Denise. They went from one to two. Hey, doubling is doubling. Whatever you do, man. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. Speaking of women's, women's wrestling and tag teams, Reggie and Dana against Tazawa and Tamina. Tamina and Dana were laying their shit in on each other. They were knocking the crap out of each other. I loved it. This was fun. And our truth was was okay, so this was this was stupid as all hell. Just stupid as all hell. But what'd you think of it? Sean, this became like super horny NXT 2.0, but on raw. <laughs> Everybody was making out with everybody, okay? Um, I can't remember anything from this match. All I remember is Dana Brooke leaping herself over into Reggie's arms and laying a big one on him. And then you get, you know, Tamina and Tazawa who are having like this like eye lock. And I'm wondering, like, they're totally gonna do it. They're gonna do it. And then bam, they totally went for it. And they're making out. I'm like, all right, this is too much. I don't know. I okay. So I feel that ever since the MJF kiss that we saw in AEW, we've just been seeing a lot more emphasis on like kissing and making out on these shows because we got the same thing with on NXT with uh, Persia Parada and what's his face, Duke Hudson. That was just happened like last week, I think, or this Tuesday. I forgot what day we're on. And then afterwards, we get these two kisses. And I'm pretty sure there was another one somewhere in there that I'm forgetting about. So personally, I feel that ever since the MJF kiss, that was like very, very like, you know, very there. Um, yeah. I feel like they've been trying to do like this best kiss awards. Like this ain't the MTV awards. So I can't even remember. Did they have our truth ref this? Did they? No. He was supposed to. That was on the run sheet. He was supposed to ref this match. But Tamina ended up kissing Tazawa. Uh, Rob Reed says, that was dumb, but it was the type of dumb that gives me a chuckle. That gave me a chuckle, too. Until the last angle of the night, Tamina and Tazawa kissing was going to be the thumbnail of this. That's, I, I would have felt bad if that was the thumbnail for today's show. Although it would have gotten clicks, though. I think, I think at the end of the day, people are going to tune in. Like If they see two yeah. people making out in a thumbnail, they're going to click. 
happens. Joel Wood says Cody uses WWE's entire pyro budget for one of his dynamite entrances. Yes. Uh, guys, uh, do me a personal favor. Follow our buddy Brock at Hall on the Heel. Do that, please. As, as a genuine favor, go show him some love. Uh, if, if somebody that supports us is uh, going through a rough time, we want to support them. So do that right now. Hall on the Heel. H-O-L-L-O-N-T-H-E-H-E-E. Josh's town says gushers are mid. I disagree oh. with that. I disagree with that. What's your favorite candy, Sean? Mm. Like the what? best stuff. Okay, I got to divide it up distinctly. Fruit or chocolate flavored type of thing. Fruit. <sighs> <laughs> Any day now. Would be Damn, nice. It's tough. I you like a good bag of meat. Skittles. I like a good bag of Skittles. The original flavor, or like wild berry, tropical. The original, probably. Really, I would yeah. go with the wild berry if I were you. The wild berry is delicious. The purple bag. Yeah, Jolly Ranchers are good too. Red, purple, especially. If it's chocolate, probably like a Butterfinger or uh, Butterfingers. Really? Yeah, Butterfinger or Reese's. Yeah. Reese's. Snickers. Yeah. Reese's. Not Reese's. We Reese's. had this argument last time. Maybe. Maybe we did. We did. Oh, boy. Leo says, WWE has no plans for Oscar, one of the best wrestlers on the roster, but they have plans for Pat McAfee, Logan Paul, and Johnny Knoxville. That was an incorrect report. Uh, listen, all due respect to some of those engagement accounts that will take a couple lines out of a story. Uh, oftentimes about 30 seconds after they're behind a paywall and post them on Twitter, post a little picture, get a bunch of retweets. They take it out of context. They take a lot of stuff out of context. Mike Johnson had to write a full article today saying, hey guys, I didn't say that. I didn't say what that was. That was taken out of context. This is why I encourage those accounts. Please post a link underneath it. It ain't tough. Not Post even under link it, Sean. Quote retweet it with the damn quote. Like you could pick out a quote, right? I get it. 240 characters, but quote retweet it. Put the quote out there. I promise you, you'll still get your clicks and your likes and your yes. retweets. Yes, please do that. I mean, aggregation, I, I'm never going to be upset about aggregation and wrestling or anything like that. Um, but I mean, the point of aggregation isn't just to, Say, hey, this is where it comes from. It's so you can see for yourself where it came from. See for your see for yourself. Post the link. Media literacy is very important and should be taught in high schools everywhere. Cadillac Carson says that twenty four seven segment. Your mom walks in and then, mom, it's not what it looks like. Well, maybe it is. It is what it looks like. Everybody be making out. The hurt business beat the Mysterios, but it didn't happen until. Uh, a real shitty promo. You mean Hollywood mega dumbass and fanboy didn't you didn't get it? You didn't pop for that? I didn't pop for that at all. This was bad. This is bad. But I'm. You know and what? This is the best thing they've done, Sean. I actually don't. Yeah, it is. I don't <laughs> mind uh, Mysterio's losing to set up this match because it's like Hurt Business are good. I like them. They should win. They should win. And they ain't competing for a title. Like. The Mysterios aren't heading for a title match. They're heading for The Miz and Logan Paul. So I think The Miz costing them this match 
it's one of those rare instances where this does help what's going on because you could argue that Shelton and Cedric should be a more formidable team than Logan Paul, a celebrity, and Miz. Now, granted, Logan Paul does a little boxing here and there, but I want to know how you feel about the Mysterios losing to set up a Mania match. Honestly, my honest opinion, I don't care. I don't care. Um, these are essentially two teams, unfortunately, that have been completely run down with Cedric and Shelton. Like, bless them, they're great talents, but they've been completely watered down on the Raw roster where when they come out and the Mysterious come out and, you know, so many other teams come out, I'm just like, oh, well, this is not going to mean anything because it hasn't meant anything. And so, to be honest, I don't care. I don't care about, you know, the Mysterios and uh, the Miz and all of this. I just have no interest. Uh, in terms terms of Logan Paul, I get why some people may have interest. Is it for me? No. Do I care about the news bits were the newsworthy bits of it? Yes. But other than that, I have no interest. Love that the hurt business win though. If I'm not going to give a shit about something, at least I can not give a shit about it and the hurt business will win. But I'll be honest with you though, Sean, as I think about it a little bit more, mm -hmm. no offense. But if I'm Logan Paul and I'm this, you know, big celebrity and, you know, I have all these millions of followers and everything. You, and that I, is you. I'm in this program and I see that the people that I'm going to be in a match against are losing to Cedric and ah. Shelton. I'm going to kind of be like, oh, well, my program kind of sucks a little bit. I would be I a little bit so. like diva-ish about it. But I think he's just I there think. to cash a check. Uh, well, yeah, I, obviously. I mentioned this on Friday. I got to give Logan Paul some respect. I mean, I know he's done some goofy shit but on his podcast last year when when like his brother and his friends were talking to him about the wrestlemania angle he was total kayfabe he was like no i didn't know he was gonna hit me with a stunner like he would he would not crack over it and i was like okay that's cool josh's town says very excited to see logan wrestle so you're the one hey what's that over there says any news on sammy callahan he is not expected back until middle of the year due to his injury but he is full force in promoting uh, pro wrestling revolver right now like he is constantly like tirelessly promoting that leo says donovan is going to channel trish from mania 20 donovan who who am i th who are you thinking of donovan what what am i missing i think he's trying to write dominic dominic maybe maybe we got Austin Theory and Vince. Uh, <laughs> so Austin Theory is like, so you don't do many interviews, Vince. You're doing this Pat McAfee interview. And Vince is like, yeah, Pat's great. He's like, well, that one time you did an interview, you got mad and you slapped papers out of this guy's hand. What, what if that happens? And Vince is getting like more and more perturbed. I was very excited for this interview because he doesn't do interviews. Now I'm just like, oh, it's going to be an angle. Damn it. The whole thing's going to be an angle. It's got to be an angle. But I'm, well, I'm hoping because he's probably going to be what? He's going to, you think he'll do the full, like the full hour? In a match? I hope so. No, in the interview. Like the interview. I'm assuming it's no. going to be like an hour, right? I don't think so. No? Like a shorter no. bit? Like just a portion of the podcast? Yeah. I think it'll end up being really short. I hope it, I hope it's long like the Brock Lesnar one because. Oh, I'm, I'm fascinated by Vince McMahon interviews, like in general. Like, I hope it starts that way, and then there's a cue. Then there's a certain point. Like, they go to break, they come back, and they they, they come back, and they do their, their gimmick. Like, that's what I want to see. 
that's why I was asking you like how long this interview is. Cause I'm hoping that let's just say they get like, sure. I don't know, 20, 30. I mean, I would like for it to be the full hour, but okay. seems I'm, I'm reaching, but if they were to do like what you said, you know, a good amount of time where it's an interview and then, Hey, maybe Pat McAfee ask a rude question or, you know, Vince McMahon gets triggered yeah. a little bit and, you know, they go from there. Uh, so that's what I was kind of hoping for. I, I, I honestly feel like it would be a huge disservice and I get it. They probably don't care, you know, regardless people are going to tune in, but I think it would be a huge disservice service not to at least do somewhat of a you know legit interview as legit as Vince and WWE can possibly get I thought this was a pretty good segment this is probably one of the best segments that Austin Theory and Vince McMahon have ever had if not the best and you want to know why I know why why because Austin Theory did most of the talking and you could hear him he did that's exactly why because i was thinking the same thing and it was literally just because theory was you could hear him and that was it man um i i thought this was really good i'm i'm interested i really think it should be austin theory and vince versus pat mcafee handicap I, yeah yeah i do hmm. i don't want to see vincent man wrestle at all i don't, I don't. okay i don't eat okay the the logical mind of mine is like no that would be just terrible god awful the insane part of me that's of like i just train wreck fat shit crazy stuff kind of wants yeah. to so i'm not gonna act like i'm totally yeah. against it <laughs> oh man nerd guru says book a five minute match with vince and mcafee oh boy and leo says the mania card is 80 percent. like who the hell cares it's like 80 percent it's it's like present versus past is what it is, or present versus celebrity. Like last year, they leaned so far out of part-timers and celebrities, except for Bad Bunny, and maybe maybe one or two others. But this year, it's, it's Edge and Vince and maybe Austin. Who knows? Maybe Cody's coming in. I don't know if you can count him as a celebrity at this point. Uh, Ronda came in. Like they're all over the... Brock's a part-timer at this point, even though he's more full-time than part-time because he's all over the shows oh man rk WrestleMania 39 in hollywood who are they gonna get there yeah rk bro uh versus street profits street profits win this is again puzzling but there might be more than meets the eye now i just want to clarify i don't know what the finish was supposed to be i haven't learned that yet initial thoughts uh initial things that i've heard on randy orton is that they don't think it's serious and that they think that he just tweaked his shoulder. Uh, he was helped out of the ring. That doesn't mean anything. Adrenaline does a lot of things. Uh, waiting a day does a lot of things. Randy Orton being a tough son of a bitch does a lot of things. Like, there's a lot to that. But Orlando says, any update on Randy Orton? That spot looked bad. Fingers crossed he isn't injured. And Normhausen says, looks like Ford landed on RKO's collarbone. Should have made the sound effect. Same sound effect as Bianca's braid on Becky's abs. Well, I hope that Orton's okay because that sucks. And that was an awkward finish. And you could tell as soon as that frog splash landed, Denise, it wasn't right. And then the finish got weirder. Orton tried to put his feet on the ropes, under the ropes, and Angelo moved it. You see Montez very concerned in the ring, uh, both after he hit the spot and then after the match. And quite honestly, if your thought is, shit, I may have just injured Randy Orton. You're probably going to be a little bit concerned about that. Plus, just in general, um, and 
there you go. But based on the initial things that I've heard from backstage, it doesn't appear as if anybody, uh, or it doesn't appear as if it's serious, but a lot can change, Denise. Well, that's definitely, you know, at least something good to start with. It could be a lot worse, I think, you know. Um, so that's good. The match itself, there wasn't, you know, it's just this kind of the same old, same old, same spots and all of that. There wasn't anything that was out of this world. Hmm. I liked Montez Ford's insecurity. That was nice. Yeah. Try to think. There was something else I wanted to say. Oh yeah, but you already covered it with the with the finish and kind of it just was very clear that you didn't really know what the intended uh, outcome was supposed to be. Yes, uh, very awkward. There were some good spots in it, but also I just want to say, um, regardless of spots, I don't need one of the two teams. I don't need two of the three teams next week losing. Don't need it. Um. Don't need it. Aaron Watson says, if you two are here, down here on Saturday and willing to drive down to Tampa, I'll treat both of you to tacos from Taco Bus and a little joint down the road I love. Blessed to uh, see both of you. Well, uh, neither of us will be, but or I'll be in Orlando. I've got some, some plans there. But um, I'm sure we're going to have an event in Tampa before long. Like, matter of time. Matter of time. Rob Wilkins of Fightful says, I wanted Riddle to turn on Orton now that Edge is a heel. My mind has changed. I need rated RKO. Also save Cody for the Jacksonville on Raw March 15th. That would be funny. It would be very funny. It'd be really And revenge funny. for all those shots that they threw about Connecticut on Dynamite. Sure. Yes. They, they absolutely should. I love little harmless fun stuff. If it's good hearted, give me that. I don't like the sneaky bullshit. I don't like that. And you know, Denise, you know what sneaky bullshit I mean, especially. But I, I don't like that. Like, just make take the little shots on your show. Who cares? It's fun. Unless you're being hurtful to somebody. Meh. Makovsky says, it's officially my birthday on the East Coast. Big 21, going to have a fun day today. Well, happy birthday. We're glad that you're, you're spending it with us. Happy birthday. Vasily says, I think the same progression as the Adam Cole, as well as the Triple H follow-up. I'm not sure what you mean there by that. But Alex Diaz says, do you think Pat McAfee brings up AEW and it pisses Vince off during the interview? And that starts an interview or an angle with Cody down the line too. That would be fun. That would be awesome. I would love that. I don't think they do it. No, no, I don't see it happening. I would love it. I would love it. I'll tell you um, what else I love, Denise. What else? When I'm in Orlando, down there in Florida, you know, Florida people. I'm going to be on a lot of dangerous Wi-Fi, unsecured Wi-Fi. But it's okay. No hackers are stealing my scoops. Not when I got NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Get a great deal and an additional month off free with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can protect your Wi-Fi from those hackers with the fastest VPN in the world. The fastest, the fastest. How about that? Connect to content in over 59 different countries by changing your virtual location with just one click. And you can use it on all your devices. But how about this? You get a 30-day money-back guarantee. 
If you don't like it, if you if you want hackers to steal all your stuff, if you don't like browsing securely, if you don't like browsing anonymously, Lord knows with what Denise looks up, you should. Well, they'll give you your money back, no questions asked. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can get pay-per-views cheaper uh, as you change your virtual location to different territories. Like uh, this weekend's UFC show, you can save yourself a bunch of money and end up the service ends up paying for itself when you do that because you can change your virtual location, then subscribe to those services that are available in that country. Save yourselves a whole mess of money with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I love NordVPN. A great sponsor. Please leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. Another plug, Tuesday, I think it's at 5.30 we're doing it. 5.30, we're doing it, Denise? We're doing it. By doing it, we mean the Fightful Roundtable. Myself, Denise. Adam. Guy, guy named Adam Blompiade. You might know him. And we are hosted by Shaquille Missouri. We're talking the month of February in pro wrestling. Um, it is the first, honest to God, actual wrestling show I've done with Adam ever. We've only That's done right. we've only done skit shows and um, like quiz shows and stuff like game board game shows. We've never done a wrestling show together. This will be the first time. So that'll be interesting. Check it out. 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Also, we'll have a prediction stream this Friday. Maggie joins me from coexisting with Rob and Maggie. You can catch that on Fightful Overbooked. I'm so excited to have her. She is just a wonderful person. We're, we're really glad to have her. Mikowski <laughs> says Denise looked up step host corn. Oh, God. Never going to live that off. Josh Weaver says, what if the Vince Pat interview is actually set up for Cody versus Vince at Mania? That would be more interesting to me, even though I'm, I'm interested in Pat McAfee doing something. Anani Mouse says, not Raw related. Sorry, but I'm training for a new job and just find out I have to, might have to miss Revolution. Really sad. At least I filled out my New Japan Cup brackets to retain my plastic belts as the predictions double chance. Thank you for the cameo, Sean. Loved it. I've been loving doing those, like doing announcements for predictions games. And I've had a lot of e-feds ask me to break news of like big matches for them and stuff. I love that stuff. I just got one right now. Let's Let's see. Let's see what somebody asked me. And all of it goes to charity. Look at that. A happy birthday wish. Hot diggity dog. Do it. All of the, the money in March goes towards uh, Ukrainian relief efforts, and Jimmy Van is going to match it. Hey, what's that over there? Says, would love to see Tim Thatcher, Gresham, Joe, Zack Sabre Jr., uh, and Brian in an AEW faction. I'd be shocked if Zack Sabre Jr. signed. I'd be thought, shocked if they signed Tim Thatcher, Denise. I think Gresham and Joe are possibilities. That would be all good names for sure. All of them, good names. Vasily says, apologies, I was referring to the Pat Adam Cole interview where Pat snickered at the HBK comparisons and it started from oh, there. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense now. Well, I'll tell you what doesn't make sense, Denise. It took them 17 minutes from the time Finn Balor's music hit till the time the bell rang for that match. And I had people with the balls to say to me, well, they were probably killing time after that Randy Orton injury. And I said, you know what they could do? They could ring the bell. 
And these two guys could wrestle because they're really good wrestlers. And they had a really good match, Denise. I thought I missed the match. So yeah. I leave during the commercial breaks to go like run errands and wash the dishes and all of that of stuff. And I came back and I was like, okay, the entrance this, leave, come back. And then we came, I came back after the entrance and it was the Vince McMahon Austin Theory segment. And I thought, did I miss the match? And I thought, there's no way I could have missed the match. I was just gone for like two minutes. So then when they finally, you know, showed the match, I was like, all right, well, I clearly didn't miss it. You didn't, and it was a good match. It was a very, very good match, per usual, between these two. Finn Balor wins the United States Championship, and there's not a lot necessarily to break down. They all hit their spots. There were no botches. They, the crowd loved it. The, the in-ring intros add so much, Denise. It makes it feel like a big fight, and I love that. I'll tell you what I don't love. The all-you-people promo. Damian Priest cut an all-you-people promo. Now, he turned heel, and that part was good. I didn't need to hear all-you-people. All I needed to see was Damian Priest knock the living shit out of Finn Balor and say, I'm getting that back, and then launching Finn Balor over his head onto the announce table, and Balor bounced! Bounced off of it. Everything after the all-you-people was great. But I don't like the all you people promo. I think like, I'm honestly surprised that we had Finn Balor win the title here. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit surprised. I was just expecting just to, you know, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was legitimately surprised by this. But it's one of those things where I'm like, damn, they did like so much harm to Finn Balor prior to this, where I don't even know if I should get excited, if I should worry, if this is a good sign. I, you, you would think it'd be simple, like, hey, you won the title. This is a good sign. Go from there. But I'm legitimately not even too sure anymore. Uh, just like with the how they've been you know what they've been doing with Finn Balor uh in terms of the match you know it was fine like you mentioned they hit all the I loved uh they hit all their spots I love the finish and coup de gras great good win I legitimately thought that Damian Priest was going to kick out so for me I was surprised by that finish hey what's that over there says we're getting demon versus demon at mania I mean that would that would make sense you know what I would have liked Denise if they wouldn't have had Damian Priest lose at all until this it would have meant a lot more. It would have been a lot better. You didn't need to have him lose to AJ Styles to set up a U.S. title match that Damian Priest was just going to win. You didn't need to have him lose to anybody during that period. He lost to Kevin Owens. Like, why? Just have him face other people. Don't have him in the elimination chamber. Don't don't do that bullshit. Him going undefeated for. Eight, nine months, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, he's going to lose like five or six times, then lose the title. No, if you're going to do it, have him lose the title and then go on the losing streak, and that's the catalyst for the turn. It's been a little bit weird, I think, what they've been doing with Damian Priest in the sense that I thought they were going one direction. And I thought first, I, okay, so first I thought they were going to go in a positive direction in the sense where, okay, they're building up this guy. They're making him feel like important and legit. And, oh, they're, you know, having him associate with the champion. Okay, great. And then from there, we kind of went into, oh, right, well, we're changing his song. We're changing, uh, you know, his character kind of out of nowhere all right, so this is the new direction we're going in. And then it kind of just did not really feel like as big of a deal as what he was doing prior. So I kind of just, 
it's gone different paths. And I'm surprised that it's taken this long for him since that change, since that character change that we've seen in him. I'm surprised it took this long for them to take the belt off of him. Rob Reed says, one more, $5. This is from all the money I saved using code Fightful for Nord. I mean, legitimately, it is fantastic. Um, I, if, uh, if I were to use one sponsor that you know is going to make your money back for you, it's probably Nord. It's probably going to make your money back pretty quick. Also, it avoid, helps you avoid price discrimination because sometimes they hike those flight prices up depending on where you are. Nerd Guru says, if nothing else, Pat's Mania entrance will be nuts. That should be very, very interesting. He's going to be super outlandish about it. Like, he's going to be, like, dancing or I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he'll run. I'm assuming he's going to dance and jump and leap and, you know, all these goofy stuff. Devon the Doppler says, hey, Sean, have you heard anything about Trio's championships in AEW? Seems like talks of that died down. They have. If I were AEW... I would debut them and have them decided between Undisputed Era and the Elite. You want a main event level champion first out of the gate to set the tone and say, oh, wow, important people hold that title. Nerd Guru says, what are your thoughts on having both women's titles on the same night? I presume they just want the title unification to be solely important. It's WWE, so I don't doubt that they'll say, oh, yeah, by the way, we might do Ronda and Becky night too for to unify those titles or something like that. But I was surprised to hear the women's title matches were both on the same night, Denise. It makes sense to just split them up. Yeah, it definitely does. You know, one each. I It was one of those things where when I saw it, I was surprised, but I wasn't like bummed out or, you know, my feelings were not drastic about it. I was just more so unexpected. Braun Wagner says, do you think Priest is winning back the title at Mania and having a heel run as U.S. champ? Yes, I do. I think that I think they like Damian Priest an awful lot. Guys, get in your super chats and your humper chats. We are heading down the home stretch. Just a reminder, interviews dropping this week. Rohit Raju on Tuesday talks about how he couldn't come to financial terms with Impact Wrestling. He is a very fantastic performer. Also, uh, Diamond Dallas Page later this week. And how about this? On Grapsity this past Saturday, they interviewed Swerve just days after I reported he was heading to AEW. They are killing it over at Grapsity. Check them out. Edge comes out and he wants his opponent. He, he wants his challenge answered, Denise. He wants his challenge answered. And he had to wait a little bit. And he's like, no, really? Really? But then AJ's music hit and his face lit up. And this is a dream match, Denise. I love the idea of AJ versus Edge. Edge cut a little bit of a promo and he's like, yeah, I know you've been Omos's bitch for a while. It's great to see you back. And then Edge went heel. And I think it's the right move, Denise. I honestly, the Edge is always mad. Whether he's a baby face, whether he's a heel, he is just always mad. So for me, I'm like, all right, seems natural. He's a heel. Good, because he's been angry this whole entire time since he came back. Makes sense to me. Uh, I was happy to obviously see AJ Styles answer his challenge. I think that's what everybody was expecting. So I, you know, wasn't surprised by that whatsoever. I'm actually just glad that they delivered something that the people actually wanted. Surprise. Something that all you people wanted to see. And what we saw were two 
filthy concertos. These were naughty. Oh my God. And I love them. I love them all the time. Sour Graps will be on Fightful Select right after this show ends, by the way, guys. If you want a more angry review of WWE Raw, you want to be as angry as Edge. Yes. Pete says, We're getting heel Edge now. And fear and loathing and NYC says they gave Edge the Dolph Ziggler hair for his heel turn. He looks like a moon dog from the 80s. He does. His hair was nuts, Denise. I wonder why it didn't look like that before. I know. Well, he it's the heel hair. He just he turned heel oh, and you all think of a sudden. He did that on bang. purpose? No. I think that's just his natural hair. But I can't wait to hear him talk about it in like a shoot interview, like a real interview. Like if I had to ask him one thing right now. I'd be like, what was up with your hair that day? Which is crazy because you look at AJ Styles' hair and it's always like super flawless. <laughs> uh, our friend Demon Diva got the hair scoops from AJ Styles. He confirmed to me that one time Dixie Carter flew him to Nashville to see her personal hairstylist. What? Why though? And and this wasn't even long hair, AJ. It was when TNA just started. So, so the short, short hair? Short little bangs, AJ. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? She saw the potential in his yeah, hair. Yeah, of course. Of course, she's a visionary. <laughs> Cadillac Carson said that the refs clock out at 10.50. There was no one there to stop Edge. There wasn't. But damn, this was good. This was a great close to the show. I thought they had a... There was some good stuff on tonight's show. The match for Damian Priest was good. The 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 ass whooping was good. This match was good. Uh, or, or this pro this segment was good. The opening segment and match was good. There was there was a lot of stuff. I don't know if I ever need three hours of a wrestling television show like this, but I feel like they did pretty good leaning you more towards WrestleMania. And I thought this was the best way to close it. How did you feel overall? I liked it. I thought it was a fun ending, and you know, it was enough to give us to get us excited for this match and enough to get people talking where it didn't feel weak whatsoever. It felt like a big deal and they 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 did justice for it. Uh, so I did find out um, that was not the original finish for the Street Profits RKO match. Um, it does seem like he's all right. I'm going to work to verify that. That will be on FightfulSelect.com. Uh, perhaps tonight, maybe in a little bit. Go over there and subscribe. Uh, Joel says, I went away and missed the update on Randy Orton after that nasty frog splash. Is he okay? Initial thoughts were that it was okay, but uh, that that it was tweaked a little bit. We def- we won't put any injury updates behind the paywall, but we will put the original ending uh, over there on FightfulSelect.com. But seems all right. Uh, BugsBunny95 says, SRS hit up Taco Choza in Louisville. Looking forward to Fightful Revolution coverage. Edge versus AJ. Uh, I've been to Lucha Taco out there as well. But Denise, tell the people what you got going on. Um, all right. So first of all, this is going to be like a super insanely busy weekend. But uh, I have like a million podcasts coming up. And a couple... Yeah, just a couple of stuff coming up. And then go over to youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I just did an interview with Thunder Rosa. We did like a 40-minute conversation. A lot of people are really enjoying that interview. I've gotten nothing but good feedback. Check it out. Again, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. And then Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Guys, thank you all so much. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We're out.